This is Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rob Burnett to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Financially Tuned. I'm Rob Burnett of the Outlook Financial Center. And with me today, uh, one of the advisors in our office and the director of operations here in our Troy office, Lori Gross. Welcome, Lori. Good morning, Rob. And as always, the person who keeps it all together for us, <laughs> our trusty co-host, <laughs> Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Rob Burnett. And good morning, Lori Gross. Uh, Rob and Lori. It's the Rob and Lori show today. I love it. This is my favorite lineup. You know that. Oh, well, uh -huh. absolutely. And uh, we have a competent uh, advice coming through here. That's why we brought Lori on to, to keep us in line. <laughs> good. We need it today. Somebody has to. <laughs> absolutely. All, All right. right. Well, I'm doing great. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about uh, is the best way for choosing a financial professional. Uh, there's a lot of us out there and what's the right one for you? And we're going to spend some time chatting with that today. Excellent. Well, I think this is going to be a great topic, especially with all these baby boomers out there uh, reaching retirement. They're going to need some help uh, to reach those retirement goals and make sure that they have the income they're going to need to last them throughout retirement, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, part of the issue is uh, a number of them uh, have done very well to date. A number of them haven't started yet. So we see the full spectrum. And so it's interesting that people have to look at this from a perspective of I'm here where I am, where I'm going to go. It's going to take a different set of strategies and skills to make that work. We'll talk about that today. Oh, that sounds excellent. Excellent. So what qualities do we need to look for when we're searching for a financial professional? Well, um, you should look for someone that puts your needs and interests first and someone who actively wants to help you meet your goals and objectives in retirement. Oftentimes the products that someone's going to sell you, they matter a lot less than uh, the dedication to making sure that you have a plan that meets your financial needs and goals. I believe a financial professional should take your whole financial position into consideration, not just your investments. So basically what you're saying there is look at the big picture, right? Yes. So when, when you're working with, with a financial professional, that person should make plans that are going to adjust to your risk exposure. Uh, you want to invest in tools that are going to help you secure your desired income during retirement and that allow you to continue accumulating wealth during your retirement, free to use later on and, uh, and or to contribute to your legacy. Sure. And I mean, that's really important. That makes perfect sense as well. I mean, Financial products and tools can change. Uh, what you're saying is they're going to change over time. But really, I know the concepts that lie behind really wise retirement planning are lasting, right? That's correct. Certain things are timeless. And I like the way you put that, Tony, uh, because really, in the end, how the financial professional approaches the whole retirement process uh, 
it requires really a couple of things. It requires not only does the financial professional have the skills and tools to do it, but let's face it, if the uh, the person doing the planning or we're planning for isn't serious, uh, doesn't want to fully engage into it, thinks this is too much work, then they're setting themselves up for a really nasty surprise down the road. So the people who come and want to do this, they have to be as equally serious about it. And they, quite frankly, have to want it more for themselves than we want it for them. Interesting. I like how you put that. So uh, obviously a good question we need to ask ourselves then is the person that's giving me advice and guiding me on my financial life going to take it as seriously as I do? I mean, uh, you need to have somebody that's really looking out for your best interest, don't you, Rob? You really do. And I think choosing a financial professional is going to be one of the more significant decisions you're going to make. Because not only are they going to give you that advice, but let's think about it. This is the person you're entrusting all your sweat, blood, and tears in the assets you've gathered over time. And you're trusting them to manage them well and have them provide an income that's going to last longer than you do. So you don't want to run out of money in retirement. Nobody wants that. You'd like to leave something, many of our clients, something as a legacy, either to children, grandchildren, charitable purposes they're passionate about. So they're really trusting us to do that. And that's a big deal. Well, and I'm glad you brought up legacies because I know that that's a big part of financial planning and retirement planning, isn't it? Uh, do you guys do legacy, help your clients with legacy planning as well? Oh, absolutely. In fact, one of the things we look at in, in even some of the initial data gathering, do we, we do what's called a facts and feelings finder. Yeah, the facts are important. But how do you feel about things? Where are your values? What's important to you? That helps us understand uh, the person, allows us to be a much better advisor to that particular client and see if they really do have a desire to leave something behind. Uh, not everybody does, and we need to know that too. We have the, the clients we love to say their, their financial plan is last check bounces. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Well, uh, that's it. You want to you know spend your last penny on your last day. Uh, you know, everybody would like that ideal planning. And I know that it really helps to plan ahead. You're going to come closer to that goal, to being able to live comfortably throughout your the length of your retirement. If you can do that, and like we're talking about today, the key is to find somebody that you can trust and somebody that you can work with. And uh, Lori, I know that's important to you because Lori, you always do what's in your client's best interest, don't you? Well, yeah, Tony, you know, we always try and work in our in our clients' best interest. And uh, Rob mentioned the facts and feelings. We want to get to know you, get to know what it is that that your goals actually are and and work from there. If, if we can't uh, keep you headed in the direction that you want to be in, then then we're not an, uh, a good advocate for you and, and your future. So so we do what is in your best interest at all times. And, and quite frankly, we're actually, you know, Tony, we're actually, by our licensure, we're actually required by law to do that. So, you know, I have to be able to defend to regulators the fact that any recommendations we make, I have to be able to demonstrate to them, here's how it was in the client's best interest to do that. So, yeah, it's really a big deal to act in the client's best interest. Not only is it the morally uh, right thing to do, showing integrity and character, but it's legally the correct thing to do. Exactly. Sure. And what's the term for that? There's a term, right? There's a term for those. We call them fiduciaries. 
Sorry, we're talking on top of each other here. And you're a fiduciary, you're a fiduciary, correct, Rob? Yes, I am. So is Lori, yep. and, and all of us here uh, have the licensure, and, and we operate in the fiduciary capacity all the time. So you guys are fiduciaries, and that means you have not only the moral but legal responsibility. And I know you guys well. Uh, you're going to be doing what's in your client's best interest anyway. But you are fiduciaries, and you know if somebody's choosing the right financial professional, and we'll get into this uh, in the next segment or the yet in the show, but uh, that's got to be a question they should ask is, are you a fiduciary? That's got to be a big one. Now, exactly. we're almost out of time for this segment. Is there anything, Rob or Lori, that you want to add before we have to go take a quick break? Well, we'd like to have people visit our website. That's Outlook FC, Outlook F is in financial, C is in center.com. There's a tremendous amount of information there. It's also a way to uh, link to this radio show. So, uh, if you've uh, heard it and you want to go back and listen to it again and pick up a few pointers, it's there. We also have a history of, of shows there. Or give us a call at our office, area code 937-552-9990. And for our radio listeners this week, uh, we have a, uh, a special uh, gift we'd like to give them. It's our Setting Sail with Life Events brochure. Uh, the thing I love about this is we'll pick you up wherever you are in your life journey. I don't care if you just graduated from college with a mountain of student debt or you're in retirement and everything in between. Uh, we can pick you up where you are and we'd love to give you that brochure. We'd love to sit down with you, give you a free or a complimentary one hour, no cost consultation to see how we might work with you. And we just leave that out there to the radio listeners. All right. Well, thank you so much. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Rob Burnett and Lori Gross here on Financially Tuned. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? When does it make the most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What strategies can you use to fill the income gap between what you receive from Social Security and the desired amount of income you'd like to receive in your retirement years? Let Outlook Financial Center provide you with direction to this decision by claiming your complimentary Guide to Social Security. Give our office a call at 937-552-9990 or visit us online at outlookfinancialcenter.com. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Rob Burnett, at the Outlook Financial Center and our Director of Operations here in the Troy office, Lori Gross. Welcome back, Lori. Thanks, Rob. And of course, our fabulous co-host, the guy that keeps us on track, <laughs> Mr. Tony Shore. I'm here, and I am excited about today's show. Uh, great to be on the show. Thanks for having me on, Rob and Lori. I, you guys do such a great job, and you just, I know you work so hard for your clients, and you're coming out of a really busy season here. Uh, you were telling me about your schedules earlier. I get just, I get tired just thinking about it. <laughs> I, I like, I like just uh, talking on the radio is what I like to do. Uh, and that's easy compared to what you guys do. You guys work hard and I appreciate it. And I know your clients is pre appreciated as well. And uh, hoping to pass along some of that info to our listeners today. I know we left off the last segment uh, talking about why it's important and why you do what's in your client's best interest. But I have another question for you. Is there a specific process that is suggested uh, to find a good financial professional? Maybe you could tell us more about that. I'd love to, Tony. There's the thing I look at when you want to select a financial professional is in my mind, this is someone you're going to be trusting your future with. 
what they can do for you, what they can do with you. Because let's face it, you know, this whole retirement thing, it's a journey. It's not a, a an end event, if you will. And you have to have somebody you're willing to walk that journey with. So since that financial professional is going to have some tremendous influence and control, whatever control you give them of your retirement decisions, uh, here's what I want folks to think about and do is when you sit down with someone, make sure you're comfortable with them. We'll talk more about that later, but also make sure you vet them. So that's kind of where, where we start. So let's we'll get into some of the specifics on how to do that here in a minute. Sure. So, Lori, I wanted to ask you, how then do we start looking for a financial professional that we can trust? Well, Tony, you know, there's there's no one person who, who can tell you exactly who to choose or how to choose them. So I'd like to share some information that can help narrow down that field just a bit. Uh, firstly, you can start by asking friends, family, and colleagues for referrals. Uh, you'll want to pay particular attention to the recommendations that you get from others who are in a similar financial situation as you and who have similar lifestyle choices. Uh, for example, if, if you're the CEO of a large company, uh, you're going to have a different situation than that of the person who's just starting out and trying to work their way up the ladder. So that's probably not someone that you want to uh, take advice from on, on your investments. Um, and then on the, the other side of the coin, everyone and their brother has a recommendation about how you should manage your money and who should manage it for you. You're going to hear everything from hot stock tips to the best money manager in the state. So remember, um, people love to share information that makes them look like they are in the know. If you decide to take a friend or a family member's recommendation, Make sure that you have a substantial long-term experience or that they have a substantial long-term experience with their financial professional and that their glowing review isn't just based on a one-time win. Yeah, good point. Good point. And I, we've well, probably all had that happen. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I've had friends, oh, I'm excited. I ended the year up, uh, you know, and then uh, <laughs> it was just a, a one-time thing. They don't even know their financial professional and uh, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. How do you suggest then that we sift through all those potential applicants? Well, it can be helpful to start with a process of elimination to narrow the field of, of potential professionals. Look into five or six potential leads, um, and then you start crossing off your list, the ones that don't meet your requirements, until you're down to just two or three remaining. And then you can take the time to cross-check your remaining choices against um, lists of things that you need from a professional. Make sure that they represent a firm that has the investment tools and the products that you're in, uh, you're uh, looking to be invested in, and uh, you know they have the desire to make sure that you have the ex um, have an experience uh, that's going to benefit your retirement planning, because uh, that is, after all, the main goal. You want to retire comfortably, and then you want to stay comfortably retired. Well, and I know just how to do that. Uh, pick up the phone and call Lori Gross. <laughs> That's right? it. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> I mean, these are great pointers to be aware of when choosing a financial professional. I'm not going to name names, Lori Gross. But um, <laughs> Rob, uh, what's going on here? Uh, what's your thought on that? Well, you don't want to be afraid to take the time to investigate uh, the folks you're considering working with on this uh, retirement journey. You want to make sure you, know, you know, create a checklist for yourself. Ask them all the same questions. Uh, and I would encourage this meeting to be done in person, if at all possible, because you also want to be able to read the body language of the individual involved. Uh, you want to size them up as an individual. Is this somebody you can work with? 
Because let's face it, there's probably you know, tens of dozens of people in town with the same sets of credentials. Not every one of them is right for every person. We're not right for every person. We understand that. So once we you look and then take a look at their specific credentials, how have they kept themselves current uh, in the industry? Are they keeping up with things that are going? Are there any issues regarding uh, their ethics? Are they fiduciaries? We talked about that in the last segment. Uh, what's their track record look like? What kind of services uh, do they offer? And then when you have that, that short list, as Lori described it, these folks that kind of meet your needs, that's the time to start getting serious and really digging deeper, not only into them, but maybe that's when you schedule a, a time to go meet with them for the first time. Yeah. One of the things we just did is we have a very active uh, Facebook page, and we just reposted an article there uh, regarding on how to perform due diligence on a financial professional. Now, the tagline on it is, who's helping you plan your retirement and who do they actually work for? So you can see a lot of some comments there from our other uh, readers on Facebook and uh, read the article itself. And it's really very enlightening and it takes you to the resources you need to go actually do that deep dive due diligence on an advisor. Sure. And uh, how do we find you on Facebook? What do we look you up under? Outlook Financial? Outlook Financial Center. Yes. Outlook uh, Financial uh, search Center. For, look for Outlook Financial Center. You'll find our page and uh, it's it's going. We've got multiple posts going a week and it's all current events information. Excellent. Excellent. So what are some qualifications then, Rob, we should look for when we're seeking a potential professional? Well, let's just start with their credentials. Uh, have they really taken the time to go out and educate themselves uh, to fine tune their skills uh, in the industry? Look at their experience and the quality of the education that they have. Uh, sometimes people say they have 20 years of experience and it looks more like one year of experience repeated 20 times. There is a significant difference between those two. Yeah. So you want to pay attention to that. And you want to check out their practices. You want to find out how they're compensated for their services, what kind of reports and analysis and value-added services they offer. Well, and that's that's great. And those are good qualifications to look for. Do you have any others? Well, of course I've got others, Tony. <laughs> uh, the first is we want to make sure your professional meets your needs. If you're planning on retirement, you want to work on somebody that actually works in the retirement arena. Uh, there are a number of advisors uh, that are out there in the industry that they're really good at working with you, growing your assets to retirement, but they think that you can continue on that path into retirement. And we spend time with showing folks, no, the skill set does change. The second half of life is a different uh, strategy necessary in order to make sure you don't outlive your money. And lastly, you're going to work with someone who is above board and does things the right way. You vet them by checking their compliance record, their current licensing, their fiduciary status, and yes, even their criminal record. Yeah, you just never know. Well, yeah, good point. <laughs> so after we've found two or three professionals that meet our qualifications, what do we do next? Well, next we look, uh, ask for and check references. Now, I, I do want to caution some folks out here about doing that. First of all, the information is very personal. Uh, it's not something you can share just randomly. So if we do give references, and this is how we handle it here, is I will get permission from the reference to have the prospect call. So they're not being surprised. I'm not giving out their information randomly. And then my guidance to the person giving the reference is answer their questions. Yep. Tell them the good, the bad, and the ugly, whatever it takes. But you want these people to come in with expectations properly set. And so there's no uh, surprises at the end of the day. 
And so the folks that do our references for us, I don't ask them to do it every day because that would be obnoxious, uh, but I do spread them out and they're typically very happy to do that. So here's the other issue. If I send somebody a reference, are they going to say something bad about me? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you need to understand that when you're getting that reference, that's why that's a path. You can get an idea of what the client experience is like, but you still need to go do the other things. Well, obviously. So uh, what are some questions we should ask the references that we get from a financial professional? Well, they can be just very basic questions. Uh, how long you've been working with them? What kind of services have you used with them? And are they, are you happy with them? Uh, what type of retirement plan did they uh, use that professional for? What are they looking for to get out of that uh, engagement? And do you feel like you were well-served? Were they really versed in the kind of planning that you need? And then if you want to ask some very specific, very pointed questions, and we encourage folks to do that, is, okay, how much did that cost you? And did the reports and statements you received now, did you understand where they came from? Were they integrated? Did the professional explain those to you in a manner that it made sense and you had a comfortable, uh, as you said in uh, prior shows, were you able to sleep well at night? Did you have that swan experience after the engagement? Well, I think that's great, Rob. I mean, questions like these seem like a good way to help us get a sense of how well the reference knows they're professional. Right, Lori? Well, yeah, they are. Um, and a good, a good reference is a bit like icing on the cake, Tony. It's nice to have them, but nothing speaks louder than a good track record and quality experience. So it's like Rob was saying, you know, if, if you're sending a reference to somebody or giving someone a reference to call, you know, chances are that reference isn't going to give you a bad reference if it's somebody that you've already you know, been in contact with. You know, that's that's not what they feel that their, their goal here is. So um, you want to look at the whole picture. Um, you want to look at who else does this person work with? Who are they involved with in, in your community? How are they involved? You know, do you see them out and about at events? You know, are, are they somebody that's really um, working with your community to make things better? And, and is, you know, what type of a person is this overall as a whole, not just what are they like in their office and, and what does this reference think of them? So, you know, these are all good things to look into. Um, but if you really want to know that person that you're potentially going to work with, you know, get to know them as a person and find out a little bit more about them. Ah, I think that's great advice. Are there any other steps that a person should take then when seeing if a professional qualifies? Well, yeah, I've got I've got one more step to discuss here, and that is um, before picking up the phone and calling your candidates, do some digging on the internet to dis to discover if anyone on your list has a history of unlawful or unethical practices or has been disciplined for any professional behavior or decisions. Rob mentioned earlier um, our Facebook post that discusses ways to make sure that you're working with a quality professional. In this post, you can find links to FINRA and the SEC sites uh, where you have the ability to run what's called a broker check on potential candidates. These reports are easy to access, and every agent out there has a report, and that's, that report's going to tell you how they conduct their business and if they have any disclosures that you might want to know about before handing over your financial future to them. Right, Rob? Absolutely, and I, I would give you one more observation. Uh, some uh, financial professionals will try to have you believe that what goes on in their personal life has nothing to do with their work as a financial professional. Uh, I don't buy it. I believe integrity, honesty, and character are part of your DNA, and it will reflect on all aspects of your life. 
Sure. Now, what are some questions we should ask a, a candidate to be our financial professional? We already talked about one, and that is, are you a fiduciary, right? Yes, definitely. That's probably the number one question is, are you a fiduciary? Um, some other example and qu uh, questions could be just a, uh, some people, the first question they want to ask is, how do you how do you charge for your services? How much do you charge? You know, we hear that one all the time. And this is one thing that this information should be easily uh, located on their ADV and their SEC report. But if you don't see it, ask the question. Well, that's great. What other questions do you suggest we ask? I would look for what are the financial services they and their firm actually provide. And the question here is, can these folks really help me achieve my goals? You're more likely to want to have, if I'm going to go and see a financial professional, I want to go in and have somebody who has a, a picture of the whole process, not just a piece of it. Because mm -hmm. if you go in and I have a piece here, a piece there, a piece over there, all of a sudden you're now the quarterback of your financial planning process and, and who's going to give you that integrated advice that understands if uh, professional A gives you this advice, it's going to impact professional B and C in this manner. That's what we do here is we're the quarterback of that entire process. Find out if they have the breadth of understanding to do that quarterbacking in retirement planning, insurance, uh, setting up their legacy and their estate issues, tax planning is coming out of tax season. That's a huge deal for our clients. Can they really meet the needs that you anticipate? Well, these are great questions to ask. I mean, we need to make sure that that financial professional is going to meet our needs and our expectations, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and here's just a couple more. I would also ask to see a sample of how they do their retirement planning and what does their process actually look like? I mean, think about it. We don't drive a car without test driving it, right? So you really shouldn't work with a, a financial professional without seeing a sample of how they do business. So, and then I would also ask them, well, how do you approach in investing? What's their philosophy <laughs> behind investing? What are their guiding principles and, and uh, what do they really do when they you know, approach the market? Is that something you're consistent and comfortable with? So some folks are going to resonate with you. Others are not. That's okay. You need to find that out now, not yeah. later. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what, guys? It, it, the time flew by today. We're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? I would love for our radio listeners to go out to our website, Outlook FC. That's Outlook F is in financial, C is in center.com, and take a look at the resources there. Uh, go to our Facebook page, Outlook Financial Center, and you'll see a lot of the current events postings that we have going on out there, including the one we talk about, uh, your retirement professional, who do they actually work for? We just reposted that one this week, so folks should be able to find that one pretty easily. Give us a call at our office, 937-552-9990. We would love to offer you our Setting Sail with Life Events uh, report, sit down with you, give you a one-hour, uh, no-obligation, complimentary consultation, show you how we do business, and maybe we could do something for you to help you toward that retirement goal of yours. All right. Well, thank you, Rob. And thank you, Lori. Great show thank today. You. A lot of fantastic information. I learned a lot. But that concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937 552 9990 or visit their website at outlookfinancialcenter.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.